Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. The German Wings Air Tragedy. Will the powers that be use this crisis too? The Monica Perez Show starts now. This is Monica Perez, your libertarian voice on News 95.5 and AM 750 WSB every Saturday from 3 to 6. And I do give you the libertarian take on the stories of the week, and I give you the uh, libertarian perspective, which you're not going to get anywhere else. Uh, and I don't, I, the, the big story this week that's dominated the news is this horrible tragedy, the German wings air uh, uh, crash over the Alps that killed so many people, 150 people. And I wasn't going to talk about this. I do not uh, subscribe to the media philosophy. If it bleeds, it leads. I think it's terribly distasteful sensationalism. It's a tragedy, and there is really nothing much you can say about it. Your hearts can go out to those people. And, uh, of course, it might make you a little more concerned about air safety but beyond that there's not much you can say yet you can listen to the fox and cnn give you a 24 7 news cycle that ranges from morbid to heart-wrenching and everything in between is speculation basically but they fill the air with anything they can and i don't like it and and there's another reason i don't like to cover these kind of stories because if this guy uh, really did as he's accused to have done murdered all these people in his suicide i don't want to give him the press he doesn't deserve it and worse than that i wouldn't want to encourage other people who seek fame and i didn't realize how that concept had totally penetrated pop culture had penetrated our culture until recently just like a week or so ago my nine-year-old son, uh, he loves this song by Fallout Boy called Centuries. And he said, Mom, this song is about these guys want to be, be known for centuries. And they said, you can do it by doing something wrong. Just one mistake and you'll be known for centuries. And I thought, I don't know. I looked at the lyrics. I'm not even 100% positive that's what it means. But the fact that my son was isolating that concept pulling it out of the air, it's not something I would ever say, really disturbed me. I didn't like that, and I don't like that that's uh, an okay thing to even to sing about, you know? I, I mean, I'm a libertarian. I don't want to stop anybody. But I don't like it, and I don't want to give it airtime. But this story troubles me, uh, this German Wings air crash story troubles me on, on a, quite a few levels, and it is top of mind for people, and there actually is even some uh, libertarian issues that I want to talk about, and I, I just want to discuss what it is about it that troubles me. On, on the first level, just right off the bat, the first time I saw the headline on the Wall Street Journal with the picture on it, I think it was maybe Wednesday morning, I thought, another plane crash? 
I mean, I think there have been like four or five jetliner crashes over the past 12 months. That Malaysia Airlines 370 flight went down in March of last year. And since then, there's been um, Malaysia Airlines Flight 17. There was that Asiana one. Um, TransAsia was another one. And I, and I don't, it's not like those things were all caused by the same thing, but the fact that they're coming more rapid fire makes me nervous, just like the way uh, mass casualty events at schools, mass shootings make me nervous. I, I'm not saying what the, what the cause is behind it. Is it antidepressants? Is it the fact that people have guns, which makes no sense because we've had guns in this country forever? Is it a false flag for gun grabs? I don't know. But the fact that they come more frequently makes me a little more nervous. So this makes me wonder a little bit afresh about air safety. And you can tell me if I'm wrong or tell me if you agree. Uh, this is going to be a conversation. So um, give me a call, 404-872-0750. But there's something else that bothers me even more about this story. I don't like the rush to judgment on what happened in really serious matters like this, really serious matters. Within hours, the mainstream media, uh, the presidents of the United States come out and make their pronouncement as to what happened and why. I think Obama said right away, this isn't terrorism. The news said this guy crashed to the plane on purpose. It reminds me of the uh, Malaysian Airlines Flight 17, 17, where uh, with within hours, I remember Shep Smith on Fox News said Putin is essentially a murderer for doing this, and Obama said we think it's a surface-to-air missile. And you've probably never heard that the evidence points more strongly to fighter jets from Kiev taking that plane down. I mean, we don't have a real investigation, we don't have real answers, but what comes out first sticks in people's minds. It never gets revised, and I don't like that. I don't like it. One, because, well, I mean, like I said, uh, open the show with, I think that they lay in wait for these, for crises like this, just like Rahm Emanuel said, never want to let a good crisis go to waste. He went on to say that you want to use crises to do things you couldn't otherwise do. So there's a big conflict of interest here. They're not looking for the answers because they want justice for uh, anybody who did wrong or to redeem somebody who didn't do wrong or more important to let us know our risks, understand how to be safer, the decisions to make. It doesn't feel like there are investigations with this stuff that will tell get us closer to the truth. It feels like they want to uh, focus on specific agenda items. In this case, there are a few possibilities I've noticed. I mean, one is that they're saying that there have to be two cockpit, two air pilots in the cockpit. I don't think that's the main thing. They're, the What I think might be some of the reasons here are a little more subtle. Like, uh, do we want to have more automation in the cockpit? Are we safer without human beings there? Do you want autopilot to be remote controlled like the Boeing 777, for example, has, uh, you can, you can, get into the autopilot from a satellite. It actually quoted like the CIA could get into the autopilot. And it's it's an anti-terrorism method, but they didn't want people to know about it because 
uh, pilots don't want to fly planes like that. So maybe it's for that. Uh, one thing that came up with the MH, the Malaysia Airlines 370 flight was that we really need live streaming of data from these planes. Why they want that or need that, I don't know. But it's supposedly it's really expensive. And, uh, and in this case, the flight data recorder on the plane, the black box broke open and the flight data recorder is missing, which is virtually impossible. I, we don't know what happened to it, but maybe it's supposed, it's supposed to play into this narrative that we need this live streaming. I don't know what the purpose is, but I have too many unanswered questions about this case to want to rush to judgment. We as taxpayers, I mean, we're not French taxpayers who's conducting this investigation, but as a general rule, as taxpayers, these guys are supposed to work for us. They're supposed to investigate these crimes for our purposes, and I don't get that sense. And as a libertarian, and and some people don't like this about libertarians, is we are really uncompromising when it comes to principles. Maybe we seem too idealistic. Maybe I'm not speaking for all libertarians. Call me, 1-800-WSB-TALK, if you think I'm wrong about this. But I think that even if it's painful to consider, you have to presume somebody's innocent until proven guilty. And in this case, actually, I didn't even think that. I didn't even remember to think that when I first heard the story that this guy crashed the plane on purpose. Because I figured, what's to what's to investigate? The guy had his hands on the wheel and crashed it into the mountain. And I really didn't, I didn't even, wasn't even reading about the story. And I walked by the TV and I heard just in passing that it was actually the autopilot was set to crash the plane. And that the co-pilot in the cockpit was just from what they could tell, supposedly, by the voice recordings that they did retrieve, that he was just breathing normally throughout this eight-minute process in which the autopilot crashed the plane. And I thought, well, I mean, there could be other explanations here. There could be. I mean, maybe the autopilot was actually hacked. I mean, I don't know. But it seemed to bear investigation uh, and led to other questions as I started looking into it. So my thinking has been, you really, uh, when I looked at the other cases of pilot suicide, there haven't been too many, and a lot of them are inconclusive, but those investigations were very thorough, went on for a long time, uh, unless there were eyewitnesses and real-time you know, air traffic control communication that made me realize that this is such a serious, scary allegation that we should really get all the ducks in a row before um, we make this this kind of, a, of an assumption. But it may be a disagree. 404 Eight seven two zero seven fifty one eight hundred WSB Talk. You can tweet at me at Monica Perez Show, and I also want to um, get into the possibility that this stuff is used for massive distractions from things that are really happening in the world that garner our attention. So that should garner our attention, like in Yemen. I mean, we're poised, possibly, certainly our allies are to uh, invade Yemen. I mean, Saudi Arabia and Egypt have been, uh, Saudi Arabia certainly has been bombing there. I mean, I just wonder if some of this stuff is is used as a diversion from what is is within our control and we should be paying attention to. I'm going to get to your calls next, 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK, and I'm going to get into the unanswered questions I have about the German Wings Air tragedy. But you will on News 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. Is all it will take. 
back talking about the German wings air tragedy. Terrible tragedy that normally I wouldn't want to give the time to somebody who killed those people. The co-pilot is accused of committing suicide and murder by crashing the plane on purpose. And I don't like to sensationalize tragedy. It's terrible. It makes me sad. I don't think it's very valuable talking about the tragic aspects of this, of, um, of something like this. But I do think that we're rushing to judgment on the story. And I think I just don't understand why we have massive investigation agencies for everything, including airline uh, accidents. And they know the answer within hours and they never deviate. And then um, these reports, as I dig into the articles, I find that the headlines don't even match the content. The things that support this theory seem to not be substantiated, not be corroborated. If you if you read quotes by people whose names are mentioned, by institutions whose names are mentioned, they do not support the official story. The stuff that supports the story is all anonymous, official reports, anonymous sources. Really, I've noticed that. But I'm going to tell you some specifics. I do want to take some calls first. 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. I'm going to Scott in Auburn. Hi, Scott. You're on with Monica. Hello. Uh, involving uh, rushing to judgment, when the two police officers were shot, and thankfully they were only minor injuries, uh, two WSB syndicated talk show hosts announced that it was the work of a sniper with a high-powered rifle equipped with a scope from about 200 yards away. But actually it turned out, after a complete investigation, that it was a young man in an altercation with another young man about 40 feet from police. I'm not going to throw fellow uh, hosts under the bus when I didn't hear them say that. But I, but as a general rule, with the mainstream media, I have noticed that that mainstream media can say stuff like uh, anonymous sources, officials have said, um, someone without the authority to speak, blah blah blah. But if you actually were an alternative source or an independent person like me, you could never say that. You would have to dot all your eyes and cross all your T's and have your. You'd have to have eyewitnesses by name. And I, I really feel like just the power, the current that sweeps up these narratives in the mainstream media, it's a no-risk proposition to repeat what you hear on Fox News. It's risky for someone like me to try to understand what the truth is. But the, uh, it was almost like the two talk show hosts were trying to outdo each other. I mean, you know, one comes on early and one comes on later in the day, and they both said that it was the work of a high-powered rifle. I think... It's a very small-caliber handgun. It seems to me, and I've talked to people who run, or a person who ran a very big news agency, they, a lot of the times they get their information from, quote, official sources, and it says official sources. And then the news agencies pick it up and they send it out to all the different um, uh, outlets, and it looks like you're getting it from a bunch of different sources, but you're not. But these guys are never, I would say, especially syndicated guys, it's just too risky unless you have a staff of investigative journalists to come out with a different argument. Uh, I'm going to go to Bill in Kennesaw. Bill, hi, you're on with Monica. Hi, Monica. All I wanted to say was I'm an airline pilot, 30 years with a major airline. I fly international. Uh, nobody knows what happened. That's the bottom line. And I'm so tired of these talking head, quote, experts that come on television and throw out garbage. And I listen to these people, and I realize that, 
if they ever flew at all, it was 40 years ago because their their information is usually 100% wrong. Their speculation is based on nonsense. And there's some of them can't name the parts of the airplane. And they're the, quote, aviation expert. So what people need to keep in mind is that there's there's a myriad of possibilities. I personally think, from what I've heard on media, he probably did crash the airplane on purpose. But that's only my opinion, and I'm not on TV telling people that's what happened. I think we don't know what happened. There's an infinite number of possibilities, and it's going to take months before anybody's going to know for sure. And I just wish that these news outlets would just shut up. Well, I I want to ask you a quick question, Bill. They are not, they said the flight data recorder is missing. Is that critical to finding the real answers here? Well, the, the flight data recorder is going to show whether or not he turned off the autopilot, which I believe he probably did, but it's going to show for certain if he turned off the autopilot. It's going to show for certain that he reset the altitude to a lower altitude so that the the uh, vertical navigation system would fly that path down to the ground. All right, all of those things are going to show on the flight data recorder. Every switch that was right. moved. And they don't have that, so I think that we're never going to get the real answers. If it pops up, it'll violate the chain of evidence we won't really know thank you so much for uh chiming in there bill next uh right after the break i'm going to go to Catherine, who agrees we're jumping to conclusions give me a call 404-872-0750 1-800-WSB talk monica perez on news 95.5 at am 750 wsb I am the Libertarian Voice on WSB, and we're talking about the German Wings air tragedy this week in France, where the pilot, Andreas Lubis, is uh, basically been judged to have crashed this plane deliberately into the mountainside, killing everybody on board, including himself, 150 people. And my contention is that they, they immediately made this conclusion, and there are just too many unanswered questions I think we deserve an investigation. I'm, I mean, we are not the taxpayers of France, but the reason that we allow these industries to be regulated, especially air traffic, is that we want to be safe. And that's why we need, we don't need them rushing to judgment. We don't need them using this for some pre-planned uh, regulations they wanted to pass. We want to know the real answer. And Bill, a pilot, just called before the break saying, that he watches the experts on the news or when he sees them on this 24-hour news cycle that just goes on and on, even with no new information, he says the experts themselves can't be believed, that they're out of date, they're out of touch, and they don't even uh, seem to know what they're talking about to him, and he did seem to know what he was talking about. That brings up an issue that I have with a lot of this kind of stuff. As a host, I cover everything. I want to talk about everything with you, but... There are some technical details of almost every story that only an expert can know for sure. So, for example, how likely is it that the flight data recorder, which was in one of the black boxes, that the memory chip disappeared out of the black box? How likely is it that this black box failed in a plane crash? From what I can tell, it's virtually impossible for that to have happened uh, just by chance but an expert is really would would be able to give you a more believable, a more trustworthy answer. But that's where they get you because you can't make your own evaluation of things. So I have decided and have decided a long time ago 
that, okay, I will evaluate what an, what an expert tells me, but I'm not going to stop using my common sense when I evaluate this stuff. I'm going to take it slow and I'm going to demand evidence and answers. And in this story, there are like five or six things that were described uh, in various things that I read as virtually impossible. So I, I, I'll just rattle off uh, a few of them. And I'll go through them, basically, uh, those are my other unanswered questions as the show goes on. But one of the things was this black box failing like that, that the memory chip disappeared. That's virtually impossible. Apparently, from the voice data recorder, this guy set the autopilot and uh, crashed into the mountain in an eight-minute slow dive while the, guy, while the regular pilot was trying to break down the door with an axe. So, and he is breathing normally. That's the official story that the co-pilot is sitting in the plane, not reacting, not saying anything, breathing normally. It sounded to me like he was unconscious. I mean, I don't know. I have no reason to know that, but I've read enough like yogi stuff that to control your autonomic reflexes like breathing and heart rate and stuff is almost impossible, to, especially under this kind of a stress situation, young guy like that, that uh, he would have had severe psychological problems not just killing yourself is is one thing, but to do this would take severe psychological problems that are virtually unable to hide. That uh, that from what I can tell, I saw this on um, a blog, American Everyman. The the video for the cockpit entry is it's virtually impossible to lock somebody out completely that there is an override the door will open for five seconds and the the captain should have been able to gain entry to the cockpit we don't know these are these are questions we don't know the head of lufthansa said in our mind what has happened was simply impossible now you can say he just didn't couldn't conceive of it yeah but he's a serious guy who takes care of a lot of planes and he's been right for most of the time, this scenario to him was impossible. And then a local guy who knew uh, this, Andreas Lubitz, said uh, he's speechless. It's inconceivable to him that this guy could have done it. Some of the adjectives used to describe him were funny, nice, happy, normal, successful, great pilot, lots of friends, quote, integrated into the group, not a loner. This is what it looks like. So I'm just saying... We need to investigate this and not ju jump to judgment. And if this isn't the real story, what is the real story? Can autopilot be hacked? Is that what they don't, do they not want us to know the real story? Is that possible that the real story is just scary or makes them look bad? I don't know. 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. I'm going to Catherine in Smyrna. Hi, Catherine. You're on with Monica. Hi. Thank you, Monica. I do... A couple of points. I concur with what you're saying about jump to conclusion. That always bothers me. I'm not a libertarian. I'm just an independent thinker. One thing that I hope uh, does come from this is having more than one person in the cockpit seems to be very logical. But jumping to conclusions, you know, the man could have had an aneurysm for all we know. Jumping to conclusions, I always think I learned my lesson watching Richard Jewell, if you recall. Yes, yes, in Atlanta. I, you know, and there's right here in Atlanta, the man was just treated terribly and, and won a lawsuit, but still. 
Yeah, you can't make up for that. That that story was during the Olympics. He was accused yeah. of planting a bomb, and he was completely innocent, right? Absolutely. Totally judged Hard by the media. He did it for the, the hero worship thing. But um, he was cleared, and he actually won a lawsuit against our hometown paper, and sad to say, but you just jump to conclusions. Yeah, and there's no going back. Mm-mm, mm-mm. Yeah, how do you, people say, how do you, uh, how do I get my reputation back? Right. You know, how do you erase ink that's on the white carpet? Yeah, you <laughs> you can't put the genie back in the bottle. That's a good example. And I have a contra example or whatever, a different example of the opposite. I just watched and posted on my website a four-hour documentary about the Madeline, Madeline McCann kidnapping, that three, almost four-year-old girl who was supposedly abducted in Portugal while her parents had dinner nearby at the hotel. Huge manhunt, the most media-covered kidnapping of all time. And this document documentary I watched was unbelievable. There were two dogs sent to the scene from England, a cadaver dog and a blood-sniffing dog, who were uh, unleashed at the scene separately. They couldn't see each other or anything. The first dog, the cadaver dog, Eddie, who in 200 cases has never been wrong, smelled cadaver, the odor of cadaver, on the baby's toy, the little girl's toy, on the family's rental car and, and in the, in the uh, rental apartment, the vacation apartment, and the blood-sniffing dog found a sense of blood in some of the same locations that Eddie, the first, the cadaver dog, found evidence. Did you ever hear that? That it's two, the, kid, the dogs were never wrong in 200 cases, and they smelled death on Madeline's stuff. You don't hear that. The, the media does not reveal when they are wrong, in my observation, and they do rush to judgment, and maybe there's an agenda, and maybe there isn't, but for me, I want to know, I want to make my own choices. And a lot of times that stuff gets kind of uh, buried in your, your ha- you have to have faith in what the experts say. But I think common sense is what we need to plug back in. And it's funny because alternative media, you're always scrutinized. When I read stuff on the internet, I'm like, yeah, 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 whatever. But when it's in the New York Times or the Wall Street Journal, I kind of figure they couldn't get away with it if it's not true, but they do They do get away with it. I remember Chef Smith called Putin a murderer after uh, Malaysia Airlines Flight 17 went down over Ukraine when the evidence suggests that it was fighter pilots from Kiev that shot that plane down for whatever reason. But nobody's going to go after Fox News. You're not going to get... Uh, you think that there's like this team of lawyers correcting all the mistakes in mainstream media... It's the opposite. You're never going to, never going to, there's almost no accountability at that level in my observation. Uh, I'm going to go to Jack in Atlanta. Hi, Jack. You're on with Monica. Hi, Monica. Thanks for taking my call. Uh, One of the things that you asked uh, early on in the what do we really know part of this was, you know, are we better off without people in the cockpit in the first place? Yeah, they keep saying that. Like, that's, hold on, they keep saying that, uh, you know, we have to trust people, we have to trust them to self-report. Uh, you're the, the only thing that stands between you and death is these guys' uh, good judgment. So, yeah, what's your opinion? Well, my opinion is that this uh, airline uh, was, A, negligent not to maintain tabs on the people that are going to be in the cockpit in the first place. For him to go to a doctor at all, and for them not to know about it immediately, I mean, if LifeLock can watch your finances, Surely they can watch any kind of medical... I'm not sure. 
I'm not sure that that's really the way the story is because in his FAA documents, which is the same name, Federal Aviation, whatever administration there, they have that he had uh, a condition that needed regular monitoring. And the condition, the doctor notes and stuff like that, don't say what what his doctor note was for. My guess, really, and I know this is as out from left field as anybody else is, is that it was a running injury. He was a super healthy, happy guy who liked to run, and he got uh, he probably had to be monitored for, like, a trick knee. I'm just speculating. But, yes, okay, go ahead. And, and the second thing is for the the head pilot... To be locked out of the cockpit by anybody, right. any reason whatsoever, he's the head authority of that plane. For there to be any way for his code not to override everything, any, as far as security of that door, is dumb. It is absolutely... I'm not sure that's true either, because there's an Airbus video on how to use those doors that shows in the video that there is no way to lock the captain out, that there's a five, that that he can press his code in and it'll start activating for 30 seconds and it will open for five seconds no matter what. That's what it says. So that's why I wonder about these stories we're hearing. Well, I agree with you about the stories we're hearing, because all we get is whatever they want us to hear. Yeah, so that's why I want to move out in the country and, and <laughs> sort of separate myself from all of this stuff. I know. I want to get off the grid, too. And that's why I always say this and people yell at me. But Obamacare makes it so that you always have to register. Nothing else makes it so you have to register. I totally love the idea of stepping off the grid, but I'm afraid they're closing in on us. Is that awful to think? Well, we are the target, but uh, that's a totally different uh, conversation. Yes, it is a totally Appreciate different conversation. Show. I love your mindset. Have a Thank good one. Thank you. Huh? Thanks for calling, Jack. Uh, there was one thing that Jack's comment Uh, brought up to me it's a a very libertarian concept also which is people say you need more regulation you need to get in there and what would you do without government funny enough i read early on in the reporting and i was just reading mainstream media at that time i don't have the reference but i have the quote it says in april 2013 i think this was from lufthansa said this the law changed and that uh, the FAA, their, their equivalent, the EU's equivalent of that, would take over psychiat- psychiatric uh, compliance. So the airlines stopped doing it. So the airlines used to take personal responsibility for the psychiatric state of the pilots. But the government, the, the overarching government, want, thought they could do it better. But of course, they can't do it better. And I'll tell you why. The airlines are completely in agreement with us on what's the right thing to do. Our interests are aligned. The airlines want to give us a safe and good experience so that we continue to consume their product. Whereas governments, besides the fact that there isn't as much accountability or transparency or incentives about their employees and who they're really working for, underlying it all, the government's basic basic interest is the more worried we are the less safe we feel, the more power and money they get. Now, I'm not saying that they would deliberately drop the ball on this, but they're not motivated the way the head of Lufthansa is motivated for this to never happen. In his opinion, this was impossible. But the government has uh, an inherent conflict of interest, and the people who work there don't think exactly the same way as like the greediest capitalist who knows that something like this can uh, really wipe him out personally. There's just something about that profit motive that gets people to focus. <laughs> so I've got some more calls. I want to talk about uh, 
Uh, Phil is up next. He has some concerns about the investigation, and there are other unanswered questions. It doesn't stop. 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALKER. You can tweet at me, at Monica Perez Show. Monica Perez on News 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. I am the Libertarian on WSB, and the Libertarian principles can be applied to any real story. And in this case, in the case of the German Wings uh, air tragedy, there are questions about regulation, about trusting the government, about the official story, about conflicts of interests. Uh, and I want to get into all those. I'm going to go to your calls, 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. I'm going to Phil and Peach Tree City. Hey, Phil, uh, you're on with Monica. Let, let, let's consider this. Uh, the Airbus Industries is actually, as I understand it, a consortium of, the, of government corporations owned by France, Germany, and I believe Italy. Uh, they built the airplane, and if there's something wrong with the airplane, they can uh, have direct financial uh devastation, I suppose, and yet that's, they're also the entity, those governments are those, the same entity that's conducting this. Oh, that's that's a very interesting conflict of interest because if the regulatory body is the same as the as the service provider, then who's protecting the consumer? Exactly. Oh, I didn't know what you were getting at. I saw what you said to the screener. That's very interesting. Um, I I do think that We are not getting the full story here, and I hadn't really thought through. I've thought of the possibilities, but that was a new one uh, that Phil says that maybe there is something to hide if there's something wrong with the plane, because there is no direct evidence that this guy crashed the plane. There's no sounds, nothing he said. There's no actions. There's no witness. And there isn't really, there's some stories floating around that he was suicidal. He could have done this, but I'm just not, it's, they're not corroborated when you dig in. Very interesting. We'll talk about those different reasons why this might be happening. I'm going to go to David. Marianne thinks I'm wrong. I want to hear what she has to say. I don't want to hear what you have to say. 1-800-WSB-TALK. This is Monica Perez. News 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.